You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. And I welcome you again to another edition of Win Win, an entrepreneurial community. I am Ben Wolf, your host, as always. Uh, we are going to learn from our guest today how a frustrated business owner can get a grip on uh, his or her business. Um, what we're, you know, as always, we're going to, you know, share information that people can uh, use, tools, knowledge that people can use right away in their business. So, um, you know, feel free to uh, share it. Please subscribe, leave a review on wherever you are listening to this, uh, you know, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it happens to be. And uh, so you'll be able to get the show in the future and uh, make it more available to others by doing that. And so our author today is, uh, I mean, our, our, uh, our guest today, a very special guest, um, is uh, the author of a book, Optimized for Growth, uh, has other, other book works uh, in the works as well. He is a uh, certified EOS implementer um, in New York. Uh, he's a co-founder and CEO of Optimized for Growth, O4G, where he helps entrepreneurial, entrepreneurs scale up beyond startup. Uh, he's a former Inc. 500 COO. Uh, scaling his business from 500,000 to 15 million in five years. He's a former Division Three varsity football player, a commercial pilot just for fun. And uh, most importantly, most important claim to fame is that our guest today uh, is a mentor of mine and, uh, and is the EOS implementer, uh, helping us implement the uh, entrepreneurial operating system framework uh, in the business that I was in for three years. Uh, and he implemented EOS with my former company where I was on the leadership team. Uh, so very excited to have him on today. Uh, his website, you can learn more about him, is uh, o4g.com. That's o4g, like optimized for growth, o4g.com. And uh, without further ado, Jonathan Smith. Welcome, Jonathan. Good morning, Ben. Thanks for having me. My pleasure and my honor as well. And... Uh, so yes, let's let's get right into it. I guess one of the things that that I, I like to ask people at the beginning is just so, you know, I, I give some facts, maybe some some of the uh, you know non-resume stuff, just a quick you know two-minute background or history on I guess how you got to be where you are today, and and you know and and why you why you're doing and how you got to be doing what you're doing now. Well, I uh, started my career on Wall Street, worked there for a while, but really. Had always grown up in an entrepreneurial household and and really wanted to live an entrepreneurial life. So after five years on Wall Street, I transitioned into an entrepreneurial company on a as an employee, and then ultimately went and built a business building websites, and then ultimately taught myself search engine optimization in that company called Peak Placement with search op engine optimization. I actually got invited to Google by Sheryl Sandberg hmm. to speak to 400 of their engineers and product managers about the product and ultimately had lunch with Eric Schmidt, had an offer at Google uh -huh. and uh, decided I still wanted to continue to be an entrepreneur. Uh -huh. Built uh, Whisperwave with my, my dad. It was a family business focused primarily in the Middle East. We used uh, EOS. We were one of Gina Wickman's first client, and in 2013, I decided to become an EOS implementer full-time, and we've worked with about 100 companies at this point, over about 1,000 session days. 
Wow, that is uh, that is very cool, and I, I guess you could start to see why your your company optimized for growth. I mean, optimized maybe meant one thing in an earlier stage, and uh, now means something else. Yeah, I was sitting with my friends in the entre- entrepreneurs organization in Detroit, and we were at Michigan International Speedway, and I was speaking to some big retailer about search engine optimization in like 2002, and they asked me what my title was, and I made up Chief Optimizer as my title <laughs> at the time, and I was like, oh, they're like, that sounds great. So it, my handle's always been Chief Optimizer, and then the book became Optimized for Growth. Right. Well, it's very cool, and, you know, and uh, I mean, that's what the business and the website is that name now, and obviously, obviously, obviously optimizing businesses, so it's a, it's a great transition and be able to keep the same handle. Um, so... So that's really interesting. So, so look, you know, you know that kind of where where the company I was in and where we were coming from when we started working with you to help us start using the EOS framework to make sure we had clear goals and a clear way of executing on them. Uh, we kind of looked maybe different than probably your your typical clients. So, like, typically, what 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 are people going through? I kind of paint a picture if you don't mind what people are kind of going through in their businesses when they you know when you start to see them well i i often laugh and say when they call me i always wonder if they have the 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 disease and that disease is frustrations around five things those those five things are people don't seem to have the right people or can't find the right people to scale the business that you want Uh process process doesn't exist or it's it's followed intermittently profits there never seems to be enough profits we've tried lots of things and we sort of have our hands up in the air going i don't know it's not working or Mm -hmm. and and then the the not working is like nothing seems to be working so we call that hitting the ceiling the concept of hey we grew our business it was really fun and now all of a sudden for the last three years the business has been at five million dollars and we just can't figure out how to to break through that ceiling Right. Wait, did you say five things? Did people process profits? Was there two other things that I missed? Yeah, so I sort of merged the other two. So oh, the, okay. other, the other one is we've tried lots of things. Uh-huh. So oftentimes they've tried, you know, strategic planning. They've tried to bring an HR expert. They've tried to bring a process expert. They've tried right. to bring all different things. And the common theme is they're not getting traction. They can't figure out why they're not getting traction, even right. though, and traction is this holistic system that does, we say three things, helps you with vision, traction, and building a healthy functional team. Right. And, uh, and, uh, I, I guess it, it's interesting that people that you say that one of the common themes you see is that people have tried a lot of stuff and it didn't work. I mean, do you do you think that maybe if they hadn't tried and and failed so many times to fix it in different ways that maybe they wouldn't be willing to do the work necessary in the EOS process uh, that you're that you're teaching them to do if they hadn't kind of tried and failed and had a, a certain level of frustration? Well, part of the EOS target market is frustrated and want help. Right. And then they have to be appreciative and respectful. So that's part of the EOS target market. And 
I think the fact that they've tried some other things that maybe didn't work as well as they'd like helps soften them up so they're more open and willing to learn. Right. Right. And, you know, and uh, so I, I, I see that's the more the, the more typical. I mean, and you know that when, when, when our organization came, came, came to you, Freedom Care, you know, previously a few years ago, we were, you know, we were under the leadership of our founder, uh, our founder Yoel Gabay, who was uh, a definite visionary, as that as that term is used, uh, you know, to the extreme in in the EOS in the EOS model, and uh, and we were very early on, um, and uh, and certainly much smaller and not facing the kind of frustrations yet because we were just building a the startup at the very beginning, um, and uh, that's not not the typical target market for you. Um, and a few of those things that you described, but you know, I you know, I guess uh, our visionary was kind of a visionary in the sense of just knowing that we needed a a game plan and a uh, and a play for what things were going to look like because you know when we started growing like crazy like we planned, we didn't want things to break down. So we kind of came to you in an atypical situation, which is I'm sure unusual. So in EOS. We say target market is 80% of the time the target market will will look like what we describe as our target market. Right. Uh, when I spoke to you all the first time, I told him I wouldn't work with him because mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't have a business. It was right. him by himself. I did not realize he was like visionary squared. Right. And the truth is, he had the frustrations from his prior work work life. And he right. knew what it was going to take to build his vision. Right. He's a very special guy and yeah. was able to see that he was going to need an operating system if he was going to scale his vision. So he's not quite target market, but I think you can speak to the fact, Ben, that through the journey of going through EOS, you did experience a, a number of those frustrations oh, as yeah, you over did time grow and scale the business. We, we caught up with some of those frustrations later on, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, with that, with that, with that speed and scale of growth, definitely. But um, you know, and, 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 and thankfully we did have the tools that you were working with us every quarter. And, you know, and we, we definitely had those tools, you know, to be able to get through them and figure them out. Because uh, we had the framework, and you know, we weren't trying to figure it out on our own, you know, from uh, from scratch. There is going to be change, and I never know. My my cousin Sam is a pedi- pediatric cardiothoracic surgeon, and he tells me oh. he can never tell which kids are going to live and which kids are going to die. But he knows statistically that he's going to have some mortality on the cases that he does. I kind of feel like that doing EOS. I've stopped trying to guess who's going to make it and who's not going to make it on the leadership teams because Uh I don't know. So what I do is run the EOS process and let the process do the heavy lifting. Right. Right. No, that's, and that's good. You know, and as an EOS implementer now myself, I, I, I appreciate that. And I mean, the humility that humility that that takes and just kind of trusting the process. This is something that, thousands and thousands of companies are doing with hundreds of EOS implementers around the world and to not not think that I you know again not not fall prey to that thinking that I have to reinvent the wheel or or that I have to know everything or know what the answers are but uh, but to trust the process so. we have a proven proven system that's been used by I think I was I was at the EOS 
quarterly collaborative exchange, which the certified and professional EOS implementers go to mm-hmm. every quarter. And I think they told us over 7,500 companies have run with a professional EOS implementer. Right. Uh, and over 40,000 session days. So the system's been proven. I often walk in and, and say, can we just run the process? If I run the process, I promise you that it'll work. And um, 80% of the time it works. I mean, you have to have the right clients. They have to be target market. But if we run the process, we're going to get results. Right. Wow. Right. And it's and it sounds like from I mean, from the story you told, like there's there's sometimes I mean, there's pain, but that's you know, that's the pain that people were putting off that was causing them to be hitting the ceiling before Um, and, uh, and, you know, to anesthetize themselves and not and not deal with things and duct tape up their, you know, the issues. um, It kind of comes to the forefront when you start dealing with issues in a healthy way and uh, start doing what's better for the better for the business and not just to avoid conflict or whatever. So. So there's an interesting point there. So I have a, I have a coach who's a, my facilitation coach. He has a PhD in organizational development. I've been working with him for the last five years. He came and spoke to 150 EOS implementers yesterday. And uh, as an EOS implementer, my role is to do three things, teach EOS, coach you through the process, and then right. facilitate the process. But as a facilitator, my role is to do two things. I, just as the facilitator piece, so teacher, coach, facilitator, as a facilitator, my job is to do two things. Observe what's going on in the room, mm-hmm. almost like I'm running air traffic control and watching and observing what's going in the room. And the mm-hmm. second thing is I am an intervention. So an intervention means I'm showing up in the room Oftentimes, I'm showing up as an intervention before I even meet the people because they're like, oh, have you read the book Traction? Have you read the book Get a Grip? Things are going to change. The business is going to get better. But as as the business gets better, not everyone's going to stay. Not all the processes are going to be the same. There is going to be This is a realization that people are having before they even see you because they know this is about to happen. And that even you're saying that even initiates change or the beginnings of things even before the session starts. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, 100 percent. So I EOS is an intervention mm-hmm. into a business, into those issues that you were talking about, Ben, where they may not have talked about this for the last five years and they've just sort of let it fester. Right. And then we show up in the room and over time these issues we say smoke out we smoke out issues and then we deal with them right yeah it's uh <clears throat> right it's it's pain but it gets better i don't know it's 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 a it's a it's a little not nice of an example but it actually reminds me of something that happened a few years ago there was we have a we had a we have a, a garbage can you know i in my house we t- i take out the garbage and uh and we had uh, a time where, you know, there'd be holes in the garbage bags, things would fall out. And, you know, so ultimately the, you know, the bottom of the garbage can was getting higher and higher over, over several months, you know, and, uh, and we're trying to, you know, and ultimately can't put that much, many garbage bags in the garbage can, you know, because the stuff that, you know, was like leaking out and was taking up space. And ultimately, 
at one point it's like oh, you know i just have to clean this stuff out and uh and uh and, and and when i did that it was a horrible experience um you know but ultimately you know and it smelled so much worse than when you know when all the you know when all the garbage was there in the garbage can uh, because it was all covered up and it was all stamped down, and I sometimes see the, like the issues that that come into these businesses are in a similar way, of just being, you know, they don't smell bad and they don't cause that much pain because you just are smashing them down, and you know, but you know, ultimately you're gonna you're gonna be in a much cleaner and better situation to move forward with a clean slate when you can get those things out, which is a, a smelly and painful experience. But uh, you you mentioned you mentioned your coach. I forgot if you use the word coach or facilitator for yourself. That actually gets into the next thing I wanted to ask you, which was, you know, like Stephen Covey calls it sharpening the saw of like, what kind of things are you doing for yourself to continue growing? Well, I, I think that's a really nice segue into this book that I wrote called Optimize for Growth. And with Optimize for Growth, I created a model to help with my client's transformation and a model that I also employ myself. Uh -huh. So that model is called the Optimize for Growth model. And the way the model works is there's a business operating system. And, and that in this case, I am a certified EOS implementer. That's an operating system that helps CEOs articulate a shared vision and build the organization process accountability and productivity to achieve the goals. So. I even run EOS in my own EOS practice with my assistant, with my marketing folks, with my finance folks. Um, I actually have a peer group of 12 really, really high performing EOS implementers that we run in WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you need to have a peer advisory network that provides a valuable insight and, and advice from other leaders to accelerate your growth. So mm -hmm. it's called a community of practice. That means you're walking the same journey, but you're not competitive with each other and you wanna help each other all get better. You all are interested in each other getting better. So right. some examples like that are YPO, EO, Vistage, um, young Jewish professionals. Um, and then the last thing is this business coach, which Dr. Dino Signori is my facilitation coach. And that keeps the CEO or the entrepreneur accountable and acts as a necessary sounding board to, to an advisor to shape key leadership skills. So in, the, in this case, the leadership skills I wanted were facilitation skills. So for the last five years, I've been working on my facilitation skills. Uh -huh. He's kind of like my rabbi for facilitation. Uh -huh. Wow. So that's... <clears throat> and it, right. So it's, 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 I guess it sounds very specific, you know, to focus, focus on specifically on facilitation with the coach, not like on your, either on your general business or on yourself or your lifestyle or whatever. So, so that's, well, I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of dedication to that facilitation and, um, okay, cool. So, I mean, so we're, we, you know, I'm hearing here like, you know, about coaching to, to, to get better, not just to, uh, well, like that quote about the, even the phrase sharpening the saw that, uh, that, you know, don't be so busy sawing that you never have time to sharp, you know, to sharpen the saw that, you know, that how important it is to, to improve yourself and to get better and to get feedback, you know, both from peers and from, and from some sort of coach or mentor. So 
Definitely appreciate that. Um, Can I clarify something there, Ben? Yeah, yeah, so yeah if I miss something. You, you were saying with the coach, and I was describing Dr. Dino as a coach for me. Yeah. So I hired him for that specific purpose because those were skills I wanted to build. But there are all kinds of different coaches you can have in your life. And when I say coach, I really mean it's individual one-on-one -on -one relationship helping you grow and get better. Mm -hmm. So it's your trainer at the gym. Mm -hmm. It's your rabbi in your spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. It's your therapist for, for your personal development. It's mm -hmm. your sales coach. It's your executive coach. It could be any kind of coach where you want to grow grow a set of skills. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's one-on-one and there, the difference between that kind of coaching and what I do as an EOS implementer and coach right. my clients is with, as an EOS implementer, I am the coach for the leadership team. I am not the individual coach for any one person on the team. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I need to do is create trust with the leadership team so that they understand that my relationship is with the leadership team, not, and my allegiance is not to, is to the business, not to any one individual on the team. Right. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate that clarification. Um, and I, I guess the next thing I wanted to get on was, was, uh, was a couple of connected ideas is, you know, one is, you know, they talk in EOS and running, you know, running your business with this operating system. Talk about having that enable you to live the EOS life. And, and I want to I want to get into I wanted to get into that briefly and also something that I, I've heard you talking about recently is having an elf business and a half business and so I want to I want to get into that because it feels like related concepts but uh, what's the what's the EOS life and like what does that mean so the the EOS life the the idea is I'm not going to remember exactly what the bullet points are but doing what you love. So mm -hmm. I love working with leadership teams and help entrepreneurs grow their business with people you love. So I have all these fantastic friends from my EOS implementer community, as well as friends through the clients I've created, as well as the connectors that I work with mm -hmm. making a huge difference. We say making a dent in the world, like how am I going to make a dent in the world? And you saw what happened with freedom care, how we went from an idea to I don't know, 300 people working there or something like that at this point. Oh, uh, that, not, not, quite not that 300, many. not quite. No, it's closer to half of that. But <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I'm being a little entrepreneurial. Yeah. Taking, well, let's, uh, well, that's that's the goal is like being able to do more with uh, with less because we have great systems. But awesome. Yeah. OK, so making a huge difference. But, you know, we went from one person to 150 people being compensated appropriately. And then we say with time for other passions. Right. So that's what the EOS life is. It's it's a life where you get to do all this great work, but then you have time to do other things also that you right. like doing. Right. And so and so so what's the idea of, of an elf business versus a half business? What do those terms stand for? And, and how and I guess, how do you use that that concept as a filter for making decisions in life or in your business? So um, those are concepts from Joe Polish from the Genius Network. Mm -hmm. His thing is, his network's called the Genius Network. And so ELF means I want it to be easy, lucrative, and fun. So right. easy, lucrative, and fun. So 
if I'm working with someone and it's easy, lucrative, and fun, I want to work with them more. A half business in one that's hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. Mm-hmm. So hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. And the idea is, in order to live an EOS life, you actually have to create an elf business as opposed to a half business. Right. Well, what are some, I guess, I don't know if this either examples from yourself, your clients or whatever, where people are able to say either yes or no to something because... <clears throat> because it fits that elf record, you know, it fits that elf goal or doesn't that are saying either yes or no to, and, and I guess what kind of difference that made, do you, do you have anything that comes to mind? Well, so we have this delegate and elevate tool. So there's a tool that says, I want to go do things that I love and I'm great at and like, and I'm good at, I don't want to do the things that I don't like and I'm not good at. and, but I'm still good at. So, right. I, I'm much trying less, much to, less the ones that you're not good at. Even well, the ones that we're not good at, hopefully we're not doing at all, but the ones that we don't like but we're good at, we want to be able to delegate and elevate those things to other people. Right. So when I started as an EOS implementer, I didn't have a, a, a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. and I didn't like delivering the homework. I didn't like scheduling the calendar. I didn't mm-hmm. like coordinating with the clients. Um, I didn't really like the administrative side of it. Right. So once I got to about 12 clients, I'm like, this is starting to create a half business. I'm doing a poor job of, on the administrative side. Mm-hmm. I need to go find someone who loves and is great at doing this administrative stuff. Right. So that's what I did. Um, so I have a virtual assistant and I've had one for, for a long time, probably oh, six, six or seven years. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't like doing, I have a, actually have a master's degree in accounting and I don't like doing the bookkeeping. So I hired a controller, a fractional controller to manage the bookkeeper and my credit card statements get reconciled daily at this point. Uh-huh. And we have a monthly month end cl- close. And when we deal with the CPA to do the taxes, the CPA is always like, well, I know if Sharon McCann is doing your books that I'm not going to be handed a shoebox of, of <laughs> right. receipts and it, it'll be really clean and easy to do the tax return. So for me, that's what I did for my clients. What I'm seeing is they'll call me and say, Oh my gosh, I get to spend more time with my kids. Oh my gosh, I got to go on vacation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the errors that I had kept having where there'd be a call on a Saturday night and I had to, to go to a client site. I have someone who covers those times and we have a process and, and a whole team that works on these things. So it relieves them to go work in their highest and best use. What uh, Dan Sullivan calls your, his, your unique ability. Right. 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 And, you know, and ultimately, even ultimately if your clients too, or your customers, I mean, if you're, if you're doing the things that you're good at, you're passionate about, you like, um, you know, that, and that they're lucrative for you, like you, you feel like it's worth it for you just in, in, in all ways, then you, you know, then they're going to be getting a better experience from you too. So, I mean, you're not just, you're not, it's not simply just serving yourself. I mean, you're, you're serving your customers and ultimately they're going to be more loyal and, and happier with what you're doing than, you know, than if the service or products that you're giving them are, are in the midst of doing things that you don't like and you're, you know, you don't like, you're not good at, or they're annoying, lame and frustrating. So, 
Hard, yes. annoying, lame, and frustrating. Hard, yes, I missed hard. So, uh, so, uh, so anyway, yeah. So, so definitely, Jonathan. Look, I, I appreciate you coming on. I'm, I'm honored that uh, that this was able to work out, and uh, you know, to have uh, my own EOS implementer from those from those first three years doing EOS in uh, on the show and, and sharing. Well, sharing about EOS in general, and you know, and, and, and these things about you know sharpening the saw in one's own life uh, by having you know various kinds or one kind or another of, of a coach, someone who's you know bringing someone into your life or keeping someone who's able to help you get better and grow in whatever areas you want to grow. Having a peer group, uh, you know, like whatever YPO, EO, Vistage, I think uh, Tab, Long Island, the, the alternative board, different different concepts that people use to get that or put something together yourself uh as being critical and then um and then uh you know and then and then everything what we talked about with eos and and getting uh getting beyond the frustration and hitting the ceiling to you know to have a, a, a business where you can live that eos life to enjoy what you're doing have time for other passions uh with people with people you enjoy being with and uh and being compensated appropriately so anyway it sounds good i appreciate all of that, and thank you for uh, coming on the show. I just uh, again want to remind everybody again: you can get more information about uh, about uh, about Jonathan and his work at uh, at, his, at his website o4g.com. Uh, you can also that that book, Optimized for Growth. I'll, I'll put a link in the description, but you can get that uh, on Amazon, and I'll put a link in the description. But definitely check out Jonathan's book, Optimized for Growth. And again, you can reach out to him or learn more about him at o4g.com. And um, and uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you very much. And I'll see everybody else on the other side. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.